So we're back again for another episode of Talking Clean on Dirty World. Thank you for joining us. Uh, you can see my panel is all with me again today. But, uh, you know, I think one of the things that I saw was this uh, thing from CleanLink, five facts about surface disinfectants. Now, gentlemen, we're in the business of, uh, you know, using products. There's all of these. I'm just going to go here quickly. <clears throat> You know, the pandemic accelerated our, our increased awareness. Of course, HAIs in hospitals was a big issue. Toxicity of products, uh, bio-based products, which I think is interesting in this. And then, hey, you know what? North America is a leading user of all of these. So, gentlemen, of the five points that are on here, what tripped your trigger? Nothing. Well, the one that that <laughs> I find interesting is the bio-based um, stuff. And then it says, because I couldn't, it says the FDA approval to use bio-based products in formulations of surface dis disinfectants is expected to create huge growth opportunities for the market participants. So that led me is is it fda approved or is it going to be fda approved and how does that tie into the epa it just led to me a bunch of other questions which i don't have answers for so you know this this isn't that that great of a um podcast to have if you have no answers but i have those questions so maybe somebody here has the answers but has the fda approved any of these bio-based surface disinfectants i know we've looked at a bunch of them dave over the over the years and um, that's always been the problem is this is maybe the USDA does stuff for them, but not the EPA. And most of our customer base wants something from the EPA. Well, why does well, the I, FDA I, have to be involved? I don't even know where the FDA came into this. That's that's that was what I saw well, that's my question. We're not drinking this stuff. Why do they, right. why do they care? <laughs> that, that is interesting. I mean, what, what, why would the FDA, I mean, have any involvement with that? But. Maybe I mean, if we're going to be using disinfectants on uh, uh, eating surfaces or something of that nature, but even that—that's it crosses that the, the line. US, that was usually the USDA. Yeah, USDA but, would cover that, and and even our EPA uh, registrations say don't use without rinsing or cleaning first. You know, and after you after you lay down a sanitizer, you have to let it air dry, and only a sanitizer can do that. Well, that might be good, Dave, to have an actual bio-based um, expert on to talk about those a little bit more in depth with the group so we could ask these questions because that is because I think we're all probably ignorant on on the bio-based surface and then I don't even know if you can call them disinfectants at the moment but you call it um, proposed disinfectant because <laughs> and then whether or not they're ever going to be EPA approved because they aren't really killing anything so they don't have to be EPA approved because they're just starving it out or how you know how these things work so it might be a good idea to get get somebody. We've talked to several people, so I'm sure there's somebody you have in your back pocket, Dave, you can get on. I always have somebody in my back pocket, Bobby thinks. So information to be dangerous. <laughs> and I think, Bobby, what you what you picked up was the one thing I had wrote down here on mine that I wanted to talk about on this, but I'm gonna let the rest of you talk about it first. So Don, uh, he he called you ignorant. You said so. Uh, I say I'm, I take offense to that. You know I'm ignorant. I don't remember saying things, that. But, I don't know, remember it, saying that. Go to the tape. Ignorant. 
What he meant I said was, we are all ignorant. No, what you meant <laughs> that was, was a group ignorant. I didn't say Don Tracy's ignorant. <laughs> let me let me tell you. Let me tell you why we're all ignorant. We are ignorant of the subject because we don't have all the facts. That is not that is not a a thank you, Captain fact. Obvious. That That's good. the obvious. <laughs> Captain Obvious. Okay. Captain Obvious there. Okay. We don't have the facts, so we are ignorant. There it's not go. that we're stupid. We just don't have all the facts. Yeah. So well, and, and that that then you know goes into the toxicity of chemicals. And I think that was interesting on another report that we'd looked at was you know, green cleaning, toxicity of products and disinfectants. Um, you know, whenever you look at this. The number three on that list was the toxic properties of chemicals, uh, namely disinfectants. Do you think that this came about as a result of what we experienced during the pandemic, gentlemen? Absolutely, I think so. I think that the awareness came in, in particular, Dave, uh, if people wanted to know whether COVID-19 was gonna be killed or not. You know, everybody's always trusted the, the the household names or the big iconic names out there for disinfecting products. You know, the your Cloroxes, your Lysols, you know, all that kind of stuff. The hospital's been using them for years and all that. And also as, 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 as cleaning products, but people wanted to know when you, when you had a pandemic like this or when you have some other kind of virus or some other kind of problem, is it going to in particular take out the problem at hand? <laughs> not necessarily anything else. So I think that there was, in my opinion, there was a big awareness after uh, COVID-19. At least we got a lot of questions always with our customers about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> so are they still questioning? Not as much as they were before, but they still are. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, there, there's several uh, people I can think of. That's one of the, one of the things that they first asked us, even when we, sat down before we could talk to negotiate about, you know, working with them or whatnot. Yeah. They're like, well, I want to, I want a uh, certification of, of the reason why we should use her. What, what product are you using? And I want to see the end list from the EPA and I want to see this and I want to see that, you know, all that stuff. So yeah, it's, it's not as prevalent as it was a year ago, but it's still there. So surface disinfection to the facility is not as important as what? I mean, I think to me it's super important, but. Yeah, but to the client base out there, then, is that still not important or is that high on the list? I think it's still up there. It's still, it, it's, you know, it's one of the most important things. It's it certainly, you know, if it was, if I was looking at a list from one to 10, I would say probably a two <laughs> or three. Yeah, and I think that, Bobby, to your point, I, I looked at this and I go, FDA, what, what are we talking FDA? We've always referred to the EPA and disinfectants because they're a toxic product that kills uh, microorganisms. Um, disinfectants have always been corrosive. Now there's a big change in the industry. Um, we noticed here last week big reports and a lot of different uh, people talking about, you know, Victory and Clorox 360 are now discontinued. They're gone. What does this uh, what does this message send? Research. Yeah, I think it's a little. Well, I think the, the Clorox and the uh, and the Victory sprayer are a little different than than the the toxic properties of disinfectants. But 
I think what they were trying to point out in number three of that on that list was that sodium hypochlorite, a product like that, is very effective. But when people use it, they have all these reactions to it. The end user has reaction. The, the person using it has reactions. So you have to get away from that, but still do what Javier's talking about, have products that work that they can prove disinfect and whatnot, which then led them to this bio-based type products. Um, you know, the, the Victory Sprayer is just an applicator of a pro of, of whatever product that could be. So, um, you know, whether or not that applicator is um, useful nowadays or if the companies um, made business decisions based on, on uh, their past successes or certain current failures, you know, who knows? Um, weren't in those boardrooms, but, um, I, the, I think it's, I think the delve or the next part is talking about these bio-based, if they're actually going to be jumping into our industry and we're going to be able to utilize them. And like Javier said, be able to show them, Hey, the EPA says, yeah, you can use this bio-based product to disinfect as much as I can use, um, sodium hypochlorite. And this is so much safer um, for everybody involved. If that's real, I don't know. That's why I say we got to get an expert on talk about this stuff. Well, I, I think this goes back, Bobby, what you say there. You know, in class here, I have preached for years, even during the pandemic, that the victory sprayer or any of the sprayers that were out that were designated as electrostatic sprayers. We're simply an application device to distribute water-based chemistry, whatever the water-based chemistry was put in it. And still today, during restroom class, I teach that you can apply the cleaner through the electrostatic sprayer. You can apply the disinfectant through it because we know we're supposed to clean and disinfect. And then I follow that by the fact that I can also then apply water with it as a rinse. It simply is a device that puts chemistry on the surface. I thought it was interesting Clorox 360, though, discontinued the products that went along with it. Um, may send that information and that message about the toxic products. But all of this is, you know, what is the surface that we leave behind when we use this chemistry um, and these disinfectants? I think is what I'm seeing is we're supposed to provide a safe, healthy surface no matter what the chemistry is, you know, I got to tell you folks, for me, just rinse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Dave, I think uh, you can relate to this exactly because of your your, uh, your your health issues that you have. When we atomize in a micro like those victory sprayers did, we're atomizing it so microscopically that you're, you're bound to breathe that in. And what we haven't done is gotten our folks to use the proper respirators to do that. Now, the caveat to that is if Javier's people go into a building and they got full on respirators, that doesn't look very comfortable to the folks that are watching them do the work. So it's <laughs> a catch 22. I mean, you're, you're, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, but if you don't protect your folks that are working for you from all these things you're atomizing into the air while they're cleaning, that's a that's a health detriment down the road. I think I, the thing I think the thing is, we ought to understand where we needed to have done all of this and to just generally disinfect into the air throughout a whole facility, everything in the environment is, was, is, and still will be quite ridiculous. 
Yeah, it's ludicrous because yeah. the air is being replenished every second, and every time a new piece of air comes in, it brings Apollo brings everything with it. All these molecules and particles are carrying on the moisture in the air. So we can atomize the entire volume of the room at one time, and 10 minutes later, there's a whole new volume of, of air in that room. So aren't we, what we're still talking about, though, is it's not the product, it's not the device, it's the processes and practices that the technicians use. And it Absolutely. goes back to what you said earlier, Javier. Mm -hmm. You know, if we're certified and we know what we're doing and we do it for the right reasons, then we have eliminated these exposures. Now, I agree, you know, from what Bobby has said earlier, maybe we should be looking at these new products. We always should be looking at new new products, but it still goes back to practices and processes. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think it's absolutely the way it, it always, it always falls back to that day. There's no question. Well, I guess that makes uh, that discussion pretty quick and easy, huh, guys? Need an expert. Yeah. <laughs> we need more I guess, documentation. I, I, I guess none of us, none of the four of us qualified <laughs> as an expert on this one. I huh? feel so Not on this subject. <laughs> so, folks, if you're listening and you've got an expert that you want to recommend that needs to talk with our panel, we were, we're, we're sitting here going... Uh, somebody come and talk with us that uh, can somebody. give us a little further insight. We'd hey. love to hear from you. <laughs> Don needs help. <laughs> so, folks, if you like this subject or you've got a subject you'd like for us to talk about, we'd love to hear from you. You can follow us on uh, YouTube at Jim Supply. We'll uh, give you all of the show notes right down there below. See all of that, all of our links. As Bobby said, we need an expert to come and talk to us. Don needs help, and Javier's just listening in. <laughs> Till next time, folks, make sure you keep it healthy. Bye. <laughs>